0: It's Beamaz and Beamer. News Radio nine thirty WBEN.
1: Welcome in! Beamaz and Beamer back together. Everyone's in a good mood because it's Uh,
0: Dinkus Day. That's right. Joe's not wearing red. No, sorry. What the heck? Well, I'm, you know when I when I put my clothes on in the morning. I'm, I know you have red, too because we have basically the same sweatshirt. I should have worn mine right now. Well, see that sweatshirt you're wearing doesn't fit me right now, so that's a lie. No, no, you it, you have you, you buy too tight of a sweatshirt then.
1: Well, yeah, when I was 40 pounds lighter, it, it fit me just great. The whole point of having a sweatshirt is that you can be a little hefty.
0: Yeah, <laughs> just I,
1: wearing a sweatshirt. I don't want to be
0: hefty. No one sees. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, but so, welcome into Beam and Beamer, and a uh, lot to get to today, Joe. On oh, a. I mean, uh, you missed
0: two eventful days, bro. I did. What happened Thursday? Oh. If,
1: yeah. <laughs> my days are all mixed up. See, I'm, I, I kept thinking that Thursday was Friday. Oh. And, you know, I kept mixing my days up because normally I would be, you know, if I take off, I would be off on like a Friday. Right. And then to the weekend, but I was off the extra day, too. So, on all day Thursday, I was just. Assuming it was Friday.
0: Yeah, you missed the big story on Thursday, and then you missed what I showed you before the uh, before the show the uh, Alan, the Alan Thick thing that I literally talked about for an hour on Friday.
1: Yeah, I which was the most hilarious part of that is Joe showing me this video of Alan Thick singing <laughs> Sweating hot in front of a bunch of people doing aerobics. <laughs> You know, just the most ridiculous thing in the world. Like, why had this even cross your – And then in the mean, meantime, he gets, like, a breaking news, you know, update on his phone. It pops up on the top of the screen, and, and all I see is something about 26 people. I have no idea what's going on. And, and Joe just swipes it back up before he can even read it. Uh, sorry, we're watching this aerobics video.
0: <laughs> Can't take away from the song. <laughs>
1: all these breaking news alerts, obviously not uh, important enough.
0: That's what happens when you just send out, you know – alert after alert and they become meaningless you know you wait for the important things to send out the alerts yeah. that's what i say i see yeah, i see that too uh, joe i saw this on the wall street
1: journal and i was thinking about it. i did not it got me thinking about this i was wondering if this is true and i feel like for maybe older generations would know this more than we do now but the wall street journal according to the journal data indicates that more people are cursing at work, more people are, are swearing and using uh, expletive language at work, and I don't know, Joe. Do you think we <laughs> at work more? <laughs> I mean, I don't. The number of people spent their Easter weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Was, you know, I should organize my cuts here. I don't know if we're swearing at work as much
0: as we used to. You know. <laughs> I um, I don't think I swear any more or any less than I. Uh, than I, I think I'm very consistent with my uh, my foul language. It's a little bit different for us though here, right? Right. We can only we can only curse it at certain times. You're not supposed to even swear in
1: the vicinity of the microphone, just yeah. in case it's on. Right. You don't want it to get picked up.
0: Those rules have been broken before. Yeah, those rules. <laughs> and, and you would think of all, but you know what? I mean, nothing's ever malfunctioned in this studio. <laughs> we got our our button on the button, our, our finger on the button, our button on the button. It's
1: a Monday after a it long sure weekend. It uh, day for crying out loud. <laughs> uh, but I, I just, I wonder if that's a thing that people are noticing and more people are
0: swearing at work. Coming back to work, right? A lot of frustration. Maybe you've been stuck at home. Maybe you just got used to saying whatever you wanted at yeah. home. You know, so you, you showed up to work in sweatpants and you're cursing all day. I, uh, But the journal says it's
1: it has something to do with a business formality. But they say business formality is on the way out. He said, um, you know, back in 2020, he noticed a lot of uh, different language and transcripts um, and, uh, you know, uh, being a little bit more formal before people took uh, a couple years off. And uh, he said, this is uh, Nick amazing who's a director of research for this firm that did this uh survey said you know back uh, a couple years ago everyone was formal now everyone's just saying (laughs) yeah i mean it's i uh i don't notice it quite as much but you know
0: again it's, it's just us going back and forth usually yeah i mean the way we talk hasn't really changed yeah um, for the better or worse. <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't know what that means behind the scenes, um, but no, I thought that was interesting. I also saw this over the weekend, Joe, when I was away. Um, that you know, some I usually try and uh, escape from the news, but I, you know, some things just kind of you know, someone will uh, bring it to your attention or whatever. Um, and this was uh, on Yahoo News. It was getting passed around over the weekend was the uh, story about the Bills Stadium. I don't know if you saw this, where the title, the title was, uh, I've studied stadium financing for over two decades, and the new Bills Stadium is one of the worst deals for taxpayers I've ever seen. Wow, I did not see this. Uh, Written by Victor Matheson, who's a uh, professor of economics and accounting for college of the holy cross and i saw this and i said well you know what joe if anything if anybody knows anything about the uh, the fabric and culture of western new york it's a liberal arts professor from massachusetts (laughs) yeah right if there's anyone qualified to tell me what a waste of money is in buffalo new york it is somebody teaching at the college of the holy cross in massachusetts
0: right well, I, I just uh, just looking at, glossing over this, a return to the bad old days yes. is a line he uses in the article. And of
1: course, you know, and you go through, it's the same old stuff, it's comparisons to Los Angeles, it's all, it's all the same. It just goes back to, if I, I, Joe, I will be, if someone from out of town is going to tell us how to, you know, how to think about this whole thing, who has no connection to... The Bills or Western New York. Right. You, can be, it, it, you don't have to have a connection to the Bills. You just have to have a connection to the area to really
0: uh, think about that. And I will not let anybody it, tell me otherwise. It's funny how many people in the media write articles like this or you know have these negative thoughts on the stadium. But you talk to people who have never been to a Bills game, maybe never been to Buffalo. Most people who know of sports in the NFL, know what this team means to the area. You don't even have to step foot in Western York. Apparently, um, those if the If there's me- anyone who knows media, what a football team means to an area, Joe, it's a liberal
1: arts professor yeah. out of Worcester, Massachusetts. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Those people are so into the NFL, they uh, they really know what it means. I Here's the thing, but I saw this... On the heels of Joe, seeing – it it was brought to my attention because of everything going on with the Little Rock. Right. Or, or, excuse me, the Sullivans Sullivans, uh, of the Little Rock. And you remember just five years ago, the uh, new – USS Little Rock, LCS-9, was commissioned here in Buffalo, the Navy's brand-new warship. Is that the one you went on? Yes, I went on it. I jumped from a Coast Guard boat onto this new ship in the (laughs) middle of Lake Erie, one of the most terrifying things I've ever done as a radio reporter, not because of the jump, but because I was wearing all this heavy equipment with it. I would have sank right to the bottom (laughs) if I missed my step. Uh, But a beautiful uh, ceremony, a, a lot of fanfare, big new ship. And here we are Joe, there's an actual war going on. Yes. And I just I saw over the weekend that that new Little Rock
0: is on the list of ships to be decommissioned in 2022. Wow, 5 years later. And it spent most of its time in ice in Montreal. <laughs> so, while someone's writing about what a terrible deal for taxpayers keeping the bills
1: in Buffalo is, nobody's writing about a terrible deal for taxpayers what four hundred million dollars on Ooh, for five years? That's can somebody tell me what how how many uh you know uh flags Russian flags are painted on the side of that ship for uh you know planes and
0: submarines that it took down? We right. got zero. Yeah, I'm just I'm, I, well, I was was most stunned. of the time was was trying to get out of Buffalo, I, I That five years. Spent
1: like a year trying to get out of the yeah. Great Lakes. Yeah, <laughs> but now can we just bring it back? One ship goes down. You have
0: two Little Rocks?
1: Yeah, the Little Rock and the Little Rock. Yeah.
0: The big Little Rock. Which I one would mean, be the big one? The new what, one? What are we using? It's decommissioned. Yeah. What are we using it for? We could we could replace it, and we could have a, a, a Sullivan's m- Memorial inside the new one. You like that? <laughs> You'd yep, probably pe- fit the Sullivan's
1: inside there, the new one. There you go. And it wouldn't sink. I, But that's, I mean, that's uh, right there. I, uh, no, the Sullivan's is... We use the term listing because it can't really sink right now where it is right now. there It's in like five feet uh, deep or, you know, it's not that deep, uh, the water. So it can't really sink uh, the way that you would think of it. It's a listing. It's taking on water. And I I don't know, Joe. I, I feel like we're missing on an opportunity here to, you know, eventually – I think everyone is kind of of the mind that, you know, okay, well – They'll fix
0: it up and it'll go back to normal. Until something happens again. That's my mindset. As long as it's sitting in that water, something's probably gonna happen well, again.
1: Well, you gotta continually uh, fix it up, I'm sure. You can't just leave something in water for forever. Eventually, look at the Titanic. You know, I know. Eventually that's, that stuff decomposes. That's starting to, yeah. <laughs> You know, it it, it it might take some time, but the stuff's going to go away. But, but I, I think everyone is of the mind, Joe, cor- correct me if I'm wrong, that, you know, okay, well, uh, it's it's very sad that it happened. Yes. But they'll fix it up, and, and it'll probably go back, and I don't know the inner workings behind it. It'll probably take a while, but the ship will once again be where it was. In the meantime, I want to go see it.
0: yes. Yes, I think, I, I, I think a lot of people, you, you, that's the quiet part. They don't want to admit it, but yes. Like, you know, I'm, it's too bad that this happened, but right, of course. I want to see it now more than I have in the last 10 years. Oh, 100. I would have liked to see it on a Friday when the water was on the deck. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I think that
1: you're kind of sitting on an opportunity here to where, you know, if you're looking to raise money, For saving of the ships and the future of the Naval Park. And also kind of showcase what Buffalo has here. Obviously, there's a lot of work that needs to be done. I don't really know even the beginning of what that would take to fix the problems that led to what we saw late last week. But it's a lot of work. However, in the meantime, I mean, it's a new... I see so many people um, commenting about, oh, uh, it's just another bad look. For Buffalo, and I don't, I don't think anybody really. I think only people in Buffalo and Western New York have that mindset of, like, oh yeah, another black guy on Buffalo. I think people are looking at this and saying, oh wow, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I want to go see this, and it's it's something a little bit different. And wow, now and now they're going to fix this ship in in this naval park and bring it back to life, and. Well that's very interesting. I don't think anybody's really looking at it like a a black eye or a stain on
0: buffalo for not being able to keep the ship where it is. No, I I, I agree. I think well Brian, you, you we live and I hate to I hate to say this, but well I'm going to say it anyway. We live in a place where people always look for the negative. I think we're just used to doing that in Western New York? Oh,
1: you're kidding me, Joe. <laughs> I said say the library is going to do away with late fees. What does everybody say? Oh, how do you – all these people are going to keep them. No, they're not. Just people –
0: we live in a world of miserable people, Joe. Someone says they've never put money into the Sullivans. No, they have. They just finished. Um, well, they were beginning, a, a, they, and they've put a lot more in. But I, there's money that's gone; it gets repainted the hulls every year. I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to be negative, but you see the Naval Park, and it's beautiful. It's awesome. There's a submarine there. There's the Little Rock there. There's a lot of cool stuff there. The Sullivan's is the one that keeps on having the issues. So here's my question, Brian, and, and this might be a dumb question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Why does the Sullivan's have to be in water? Why can't we get the important parts of the Sullivan's instead of continuing to That money could go to other parts of the Naval Park, in my opinion. So you're saying take it out of the water? I'm saying save the important parts of the ship. I don't, how would you go? You don't have those issues with the Little Rock. You don't have those issues with a submarine that is literally in the water. You're having these problems with the Sullivans. I'm not saying it's not important. Is there a way we could do this where it's not sitting in water or save the important things like those letters we keep talking about? I think those are gone. Well, I'm trying to be positive. All right. Positive vibes. It's a Monday. It's Day, and put that kind of stuff in the in the museum. I, I just don't know why it has to continue to sit in water. You do have these other boats that have been decommissioned that are sitting say, on land, and you can still tour through it like as if it was in water. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Instead of spending all this money continuously, to me, I, I would just the important part is the ship. But I, you, I I just don't think you that can take it out a, of the water and still be a ship.
1: Yeah, I I think it loses all of its appeal out of water. Okay. To me,
0: I I, I love oh, the, the little rock is still in water. Yeah, and but it looks good as a you know the three of them it's together. It they, does. It, it it kind of it's all perfect together. But is there a point where okay this thing is taking on water again? You know what I mean? I mean is there a point where you say I would hope what are that the other
1: options? You know the money that uh, it's a million and a half so far, and we'll see where this goes uh, from here. But the the money that's been raised to this point and will be raised off of this should hopefully be more than enough to, you know, right the ship.
0: Oh, I like that. I hope so, too. I'm just saying. These are the things that I think of, the money they're bringing in for this, is there something else that we could do?
1: I'm just saying, if you're in that situation, if you're at the Naval Park, and we had Paul Marzello on earlier this morning, and I just said at the end, hey, you know, we got a lot of local artists here. Have someone to make a, you know, uh, Save the Sullivans uh, picture with, you know, an artist rendering like a 50s-style war propaganda poster of the Sullivans right there at the Naval Park, uh, you know, a third underwater. Uh, Things like that, you know, get some merch and hawk it up there with some fundraisers and think fast on this because I think this is a real opportunity where, quite frankly, there's a lot of interest in this that, hasn't been there. I mean, people love That's the true. ships, yep. but, uh, you know, and, and it's something you might go to a lot as a kid, something you might stop and enjoy if you're walking to a Sabres game or, or you're down the, in the area over the summer. But generally, you're not spending a lot of time or money, um, you, you know, on or, or with the ships in a normal year. Here is, well, this is something you would never seen before. Um, and it's hopefully something you're not going to see again. Right. Yeah. So in this time, come on down. And, and while you're here, please help us out. Donations. Uh, here's some special merchandise to uh, you know, kind of help us out a little bit more. It's going to take some money to get this right. But in the time being, we all saw the crowds this weekend. People want to go see this ship. Yeah, that's true. That's half underwater. I mean, that's unique. That's a, that's a novelty that we really we haven't seen before. And like you said, hopefully not again. And I want to And how many people did you hear over your Easter weekend say, "Oh, I'd like to see that"? Oh, and how many times in the last twenty years have you heard somebody say, "Oh, I have to get down to so see the, Naval, the yeah. Naval Park"?
0: Yeah. No. Not only hear that. How many times ta- I went on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and people had pictures. People were downtown. They had taken pictures. Some people took their picture in front of it. I mean, people were going down to see this over the weekend.
1: We need uh, local artists. Come on, get on there. Uh, save the Sullivans. Make the big uh, poster. I made one, uh, you know, an avenge the Sullivans, uh, one over the weekend for the Sabres. I, I thought, how could the Sabres lose? They were home Thursday night. Somebody just sank our ship. I mean, you have to. That's a rallying cry. They lost <laughs>
0: <laughs> to St. Louis, you know. But they had a great comeback on Saturday.
1: They, yeah, they came back uh, over the weekend. But I was, uh, I was really thinking, right?
0: that uh, they, they could have made something happen. But I, I think it's interesting, Joe. I, I think it is a— It is interesting, We it, it, 100%. It's interesting, and it's, like you said, I'd love to go down there and see it. It's an opportunity. I, I'm just saying the it's unfortunate that it happened.
1: But a lot of times something like this happens, it does pre- uh, present an opportunity uh, in moving forward. And, you know, whether it's the grain elevator, oh, there's a huge hole in the side of it. Well, now you actually have people talking about it, and maybe it is an opportunity, but you have to act fast while attention is on this grain elevator to move forward. It's every year at Dingus Day, right? The Central Terminal is in focus. This year people won't be inside, but every year it's like, hey, this is an opportunity where you have attention on you, and Broadway Market is the same way. What are you going to do with that in order to help you move forward? And I, I think that is the question. When it comes to the naval park, okay, here's an opportunity. How can we capitalize to, you know, help us in the future?
0: I, I think there's a few ways. I hope we're asking those questions. Yeah, I think so too. I, I think, and I said this on Friday. I think the Sullivan's, as much as I think, you know, maybe we look at an out of water idea, but I think that's uh, the the reason of saving that. Uh, I think you have a lot more people behind than the grain elevator. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. I think it's a lot more uh, power. I,
1: I just know, Joe. I wasn't here on Thursday, and I saw the picture. and I was like, "Oh, I can't, I cannot believe it. I cannot believe it."
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. We all oh, yeah. It's Beamaz oh, and on, Beamer man. News Radio 930 W B E N. Oh yeah, at Canal Side this summer. To that be it Who is it? Ja Rule. Okay. <laughs> that now that's a show I'll probably I'll probably go to at Canal Side. Really? Oh, Ja, oh, that's Rule? a show for another day.
1: I, I don't care who it is. I just, you're going to go to, the, it's not a canal side. It's on the Outer Harbor. The Outer Harbor, you know what I meant, yeah. Yeah, I, that's. I'll
0: probably, I'll probably go see T-Pain, too. Really? Yeah. When I mean, you're talking about songs that were big when I was in middle school with Ja Rule and then Again, T-Pain, to, uh, high school, has college. Again, it
1: nothing to do with the artist. No, I know what
0: you're, know what you're saying. It's the location. It's just. Yeah. No, en- I know. Enjoy that line.
1: I hope gas prices go down by then, because you'll be idling <laughs> for a little bit. BMS and B are back at WBEN. You know, Joe, a lot of uh, places running promotions yes. today. Uh tax day, and you know, sometimes you'll get a special thing. And I heard on our business report this morning, Hooters free kids meal. So if you're planning on taking little uh, Timmy, little Joey out to uh Hooters today, it's on the house. You gotta go find one. You gotta go find one. <laughs> But a free kids meal at Hooters
0: uh, for tax day—that's good. That's good. You know, after you see that number, I owe the state how much? You know, maybe a free uh, a free something will <laughs> you move. might need it.
1: Yeah, you might need it. Um, well, we're talking about a, a whole lot of things, including, of course, the uh, the sinking of the Solomons uh, here on W B E N, and you know, maybe using it as an opportunity, right, to uh, uh, keep and uh, re rejuvenate interest or to, at the very least, raise some extra money uh, to help it in the future. Uh, Patricia, you're on WBEN. Thanks for calling in. eight hundred three zero nine thirty. by the way, to uh, give us a call this morning. Patricia, uh, you have an idea how to save the Sullivans?
2: Yes, I do. The, uh, there's an advertisement on television with a man with a spatula, and he scoops white stuff out of the bucket and smears it on a running water.
0: You want a little flex seal? For yes. the Sullivans. Yes,
2: I think that would be perfect, inside and
0: out. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we'll pass it along, Patricia. I wonder
1: if they thought about that, uh, you know, Flex Seal. That, I think we're past the point of Flex Seal. A year ago, I would have suggested, when this campaign first kicked off, I was like, in the meantime. Flex Seal. A l- little can of Flex Seal. Yeah. Might help you out there. And if they called right now, they'd get a second tub for free. Oh, really? Is that, <laughs> is that uh, like the Hooter special? <laughs> um, <laughs> Charles. <laughs> Charles, you're on W B E N. What's on your mind, Charles?
0: Well, number one, I've lived. I grew up here. I'm 57, and I, the biggest thing that always got me
2: whenever I came back to Buffalo, is that the complainers. They'd always be complaining, no matter what was going on. (laughs) The Bills were going
0: to the Super Bowl. Ah, they lost. They just complained about them all the time, but we were winning. And, you know, just anything that they could complain about, that's what they did. And it's just, um, it's never changed. I Always been that way.
1: Charles, I think you're on something here. There's always somebody complaining about something. And uh, this is, you know, based off of what I've seen a lot of comments online. It's only from Buffalo people of how, oh, this is giving Buffalo a black guy. This, uh, Sullivan's listing is, uh, you know, it's a bad mark. It says bad things about Buffalo. And I... I just don't. I mean, do you say that anywhere, Charles? I, I don't think so. I think a lot of people are looking at that saying, if anything, wow, I wish I could go see that.
2: It, I've lived all over the country, and it's like, you know, it's, they don't complain like they do here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, Charles, uh, thank you. So uh, I did a show like that the other week. What does Buffalo do better than anything else? Complain. Complain, I guess. Right. Tell the we'll right to complain. There. Um, I, uh, why don't we uh, go eight hundred three zero nine thirty? why don't we do one more rapid fire? Caroline, you're on WBEN. Um, what do you think? What's uh, you, Can we raise some money here for the Sullivans? I feel like it should be easier now than ever before.
2: I agree. Um, perhaps you can get in touch with people who make uh, posters or T-shirts or whatever, uh, coffee mugs, and simply have in large capital letters SOS, Save Our Sullivans.
1: I like it, you know, Caroline. You, you got that um, great idea, eight oh three oh nine thirty. If you want to chime in, the text board or our Volkswagen and Orch- our Volkswagen of Orch- Park text board, give us a call this morning. Um, the, you know, I like that you could do uh, some don't give up the ship uh, flags. Sell yeah. those at the, uh, and you know, maybe uh, some others with a picture of the Sullivans. What it looks like now. I um I don't know I, I just think it's it's ripe for that opportunity you have the
0: spotlight on you Joe people like to buy Buffalo merch and this could just add to their collection of oh, Buffalo merch
1: it's our it's a, a, the key to our booming economy is people yeah. selling uh things with Buffalo's flag on it yeah exactly anything that says Buffalo you're I mean
0: come on. You're like printing money, or at least it seems that way. And, and you know, if you if you're giving money to this great cause, a lot of people are are like this. They want people to know they gave money to a great cause. So, what better way? Yes, to take proceeds from a shirt sale, a poster sale, you know, and then say, "Hey, look at me." I think that's the way. I think yep. that's the way that goes. Um,
1: and, you know, it, it reminded me a lot of a lot today. we were talking with Eddie Debechevitz and uh, the it's the Sullivans, the grain elevator a few months ago. These things that, you know, have these moments in time, an opportunity to kind of like uh, put some light on forgotten buffalo. So, and Dingus Day is one of those. It always is. Dingus Day. Every single year, a uh, time where people can go into neighborhoods that are a little bit forgotten and, you know, see that there's, there's things here that are worth saving, that are worth uh, bringing back. And... It is uh, – Joe, I, Dingus Day makes my list. I, I know it spreads um, I, in Ohio. Some places they do Dingus Day. Uh, I'm sure Chicago, uh, Pittsburgh, you know, some uh, some of these other places with high Polish populations, uh, you know, normally in this, like, in the Great Lakes region is where I right. kind of think about that. Although I did get an email from New York City uh, that they were working on their first Dingus Day parade there. Wow. Uh, so you know, good luck with that. Yeah. Let's see uh, where that goes. Um, but it, it is kind of a you. I look at Dingus Day as a Buffalo thing, right?
0: Oh yeah, I mean, almost a uniquely Buffalo. Yeah. Well, because you mentioned those other areas like Pittsburgh, Chicago, but Dingus Day, it's more of a regional thing than a um, than a cultural thing. You know, like in Chicago, it's Polish people. Yeah. In Buffalo. A lot of non-Polish people with no Polish history are out for Dingus Day today. It's bigger than
1: just the cultural yes, celebration. Yes, yes. It's like a citywide celebration. Yes, for sure. And I do love it as something that we celebrate better than just about anything else. Oh, yeah. And I'm. is there, I mean, is that it? Is that Buffalo's best uniquely Buffalo celebration, or is there something else?
0: I mean, Bill's Super Bowl parade might be uh
1: <laughs> well, when that happens, we'll add it to the list. But until now, but you know what I'm saying? It's uh, St. Patrick's Day. They do in a lot of
0: places, right? right. So you can't just. And everyone, every major city will say theirs is better than yours. Yeah, you know what I, I mean. I
1: mean, you know, we have a we have a great ball drop, but it's it's New Year's Day. It's New right. Year's everywhere. In terms of like Buffalo celebrations, uniquely Buffalo celebrations, and not just traditions. You know, Buffalo has its own traditions around other holidays, right? Uh, and we do certain things. And, you know, let's say um, the home opener of the Bills. You know, that I, in Buffalo, I feel like is, I would say it's probably better than any other city. One, because it's one of our few home games where we're, you know, in not shorts. guaranteed, but we're, we're going to have some decent weather. Yeah. yeah, in shorts. But it's not a uniquely Buffalo thing. Every other NFL city has an opening day. And there's opening day at all other places. Right, I mean, Boston is having their... Patriots Day. Yep. And that's like a uniquely Boston. And that's today. They do the Boston Marathon, a huge event. They do the 11 a.m. game. Yeah, the Red Sox play during the day. And it's like this citywide celebration. Everybody's off of work and school all throughout. And we're not at that level yet, I don't think. Because we don't have that type of exposure. And we still have to get everybody off of work and school. Yeah. Uh, but I think Dingus Day is that thing for Buffalo. If you're going to pick a uniquely Buffalo celebration, something that you know really only Buffalo does, I'm struggling to think of anything besides today no, that, it, that makes that list.
0: It's Dingus Day, and I, I even w- w- would argue if you took people from the Pittsburgh, the Chicago celebrations, and brought them to Buffalo, they would be amazed on how the city just. The city really just turn around for uh, for Dingus Day, and you know, Brian. You, you talk about the people that have off work today. I think you have a lot of people that have work off tomorrow. Oh, that yeah. take off take a day off tomorrow because of that's celebrations. A that's a pro tip.
1: Yes, I know. <laughs> Dingus I've made day a Tuesday off. Yeah, <laughs> um, but no, I I I think and in Buffalo, everyone, even if you don't go out. You know what people are talking about. Yes. You know what it is. It's not like something that's uh, – in other areas of the country, I mentioned Dingus Day. I think everyone's just kind of like, what is What the hell that? are you talking about? But I, I can't, I cannot, for the life of me, think of, Joe, anything else like a, a Buffalo celebration. I think in the past couple of years they've tried to do this on uh, July 16th. Oh, right. 716 716 yeah, but it's uh, I mean it's fun, it's nice, and you know you can have like some civic pride
0: that day. But it doesn't really compare. Well, and the thing for all. Dingus Day is it gets bigger in Buffalo. I mean, this is something that every year it seems more and more people want to get involved in. I know the pandemic kind of set it back, but this seems to be something that every year more and more people actually want to be a part of, and you get more and more people celebrating, more and more people taking in the in the festivities at night. I like that. Um, you know,
1: somebody texted in with the Italian Festival, and I would say it's almost going the other way, where it's gotten smaller, and it's yes. moved out, and now yeah. it's like its own close-in thing. And that, and every city has an Italian Festival, too. You know, it's no offense. We have a great Italian Festival. We have some great Italian heritage here, but it's not like a uniquely Buffalo event that happens same time every year. You can point. You know when it is at the start of the year on the calendar. Like, this is going to be a heck of a time to be in Buffalo. The Italian Fest never should have left Hurdle. That's just my opinion.
0: That well, Tony I, agrees with,
1: but it you know it it, it definitely closed things in. Yeah. I mean, it slowed thing. It made the but, opposite of Dingus Day, where now you see Dingus Day. It's not just in the old Polish neighborhoods in Buffalo. It's more of a Western New York wide right celebration.
0: Right, but the the Italian Fest it's getting smaller because of stuff they've done. You know, what I mean, the, the, the festival. Or, in my opinion, the festival organizers. But it was by, it's another thing. Like to me, to qualify for this,
1: you know, when's the Italian Festival? Don't know exactly. Dingus Day is the same... The day after Easter. Well, it's not the literal same date on the calendar every year, but it it's is... It's the same day, the it's day it's after Easter. It's the same Easter. day, yep. the day after Easter, every single year. Someone said the turkey trot. That's a great Buffalo thing, but it's Thanksgiving. Right. You know, everyone does Thanksgiving. Everyone has their own Thanksgiving traditions. And, you know, that's going to be a holiday everywhere. Right. Uh, but dingus, at dingus Day, it's it's the Buffalo holiday. It's our version of... Of Patriots Day in Boston, yep. it's our you know one thing, and that I think we should use that. You talk about taking advantage of things, use that to get more people involved, because I think if if we embrace this enough, we can get that day off that everyone has off in Boston. <laughs> <laughs> I, we can uh, do that all throughout Western New
0: York. It's uh, it's a real fun time, and I
1: I don't I cannot think of the thing that compares.
0: Is that your goal? To get Dingus Day to be a holiday in Buffalo? Is this something you want to advocate for?
1: Yeah. yeah. Add it to the list. Dingus Day advocate. Things, things I'll advocate for. Yeah. Dingus Day off advocate. Um, we'll go to the phones. eight zero three zero nine thirty. if you can think of one. Pat is in Buffalo. Pat, you're on WBEN. I mean, is there a day like Dingus Day that's you know a, a unique Buffalo celebration?
2: Well, to answer that question, I think it's the religious part of it. Because you are praying and hoping for Christ to to go to heaven and that. And he does, and he manages to come back and everybody sees him. It's more of a religious type thing, I think, than um, more of a celebration of, of drinking in that I- yeah,
1: pat i will respectfully because it is a religious holiday right this is how it starts it is the end of lent celebration at the end of uh the day right where in the you, you've you've gone through 40 days of fasting and you know again this is talking about the old times because how many people do that anymore for Lent? of Even giving up one thing or 40 days of – it's the celebration coming out at the end of Lent uh, at the start of the Easter season. But it it has transcended that a little bit. It it has gone from that celebration, a very small celebration, to being a wider celebration of Buffalo's old Polish neighborhood and old traditions – and I think the old traditions part has stayed. Pussy willows, um, some of the water, uh, the Polish music, the kielbasa and food. But now it's growing a little bit more to, all right, so it went from a, a more religious celebration, an old Buffalo celebration, something to kind of keep in mind, s- some of the customs and traditions in old Buffalo that we had. And now it's gone more to a, a wider Western New York Buffalo-proud holiday like this. And, and someone's saying, you know, how come you're not mentioning the parade in North Tonawanda? I've done that because that's where I'll be yeah. later on uh, today right. uh, in North Tonawanda. It, that would go to show. It's not just in this one little area. It has expanded to all of western New York in a way that I think makes this, it, it, it's that unique Buffalo
0: holiday. And to Pat's point, if I'm not mistaken, it's the you know to celebrate the end of Lent, which you would do by indulging because you haven't for 40 yeah. days so that kind of it is a
1: it is a holiday of indulgence and fun yes. yeah. uh, more so than almost anything else and because of the religious example but i mean again you expand it now it's you go out uh, uh to celebrate dingus day and you're it's not just catholics anymore right, right. it's just it, it's everybody under it's it's buffalo it's yeah. more than just that it's Buffalo. Uh, Some chiming in saying, let's get the day after Dingus Day off. I mean, that's, again, that's the pro tip. But now, instead of, you know, maybe if you're a a hardcore celebrator, you're taking both days off now. Here, I'll save you one. Um, Someone said Canal Fest. And again, that's very fun. That is a great Western New York event. Yes. It's also like two weeks long. Yeah. It's. One very particular area that I'm very fond of, but one particular area, it's not i I'm looking for a day for a celebration.
0: Right. I I don't think anything compares to Dingus Day. I no, not in Buffalo, not at all. I mean, Buff. This is Buffalo does Dingus Day probably the best of d- does do Dingus Day the best of anyone in the United States. We are Dingus Day though. Yeah.
1: I as it spreads, I still look at you know, the people who are mimicking Dingus Day. As it's celebrated here, I mentioned New York City. They're getting on board. You have some other uh, celebrations and, and you know uh, that have some Polish heritage, too. But they're not really mimicking the traditional celebration. They're trying to mimic Buffalo. Right, yeah. Which is fun. I mean, that's cool that they're trying to do that. That's one thing. One thing
0: people want to mimic Buffalo on.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I'm really – and I've been racking my brain here all morning trying to think for this show. And I really have not – been able to think
0: about that. That's one. because it is Dingus Day. Like the, you said, St. Patrick's Day is great, right? Buffalo does St. Patrick's St. Patrick's Day, but everyone, every city has a St. Patrick's Day celebration. Dingus Day is so unique, and the way Buffalo celebrates is so unique. Yeah. Um, and somebody
1: sent me uh, the Wing Fest or Wing Festival. And, okay, I get where you're coming with that, right, um, that is a uniquely Buffalo thing, right? That, that could not happen anywhere else. You can't have the Wing Fest in Topeka, Kansas. It right. just doesn't make sense. <laughs> but that is, I mean, that is an event at a place. Whereas Dingus Day is a, a cel- I mean, it is a literal holiday. It's yes. a celebration, and you can celebrate it wherever you are. You don't have to, even though it's maybe most fun if you go. Say to the Big Ten outside the tournament. Maybe it's more more fun if you go into the tournament. Maybe it's more fun if you go to the library. Maybe it's more fun if you go here or there, a- and everyone can have
0: their option. But you can celebrate it anywhere you want. That's right. Yeah, you could celebrate it at home or the bar on the corner. That's right, <laughs> and a lot of people will. That's right.
1: Um, and maybe including myself uh, a little bit later on. And you know, I like uh, I like all your suggestions, but I again, I just Dingus Day is different. It it's is. you know Allentown our fe- everyone's these great festivals that we have here in Western New York but that's not a that's not a holiday. That's not the Patriots Day in Boston. That's not one day where I can uh, legitimately say, "Hey, let's have a celebration of our city on this one day. It's the same day every year." And we're going to get this to be a holiday. No one's gonna have to work.
0: I like Brian Mazarowski, Dingus Day Advocate. It's my platform. I like it. We'll be back well, I'll be back here tomorrow. Brian's gonna be celebrating Dingus Day. And uh them Beamaz and Beam are back together <laughs> on Wednesday. But stay tuned. is next here on WBEM.